Hey, this looks like a good spot to rustle up some grub. Welcome back to Disney Marvels for week of April 4th, 2021. Happy Easter and Happy Passover, everyone. This is episode 129. Disney Marvels, the show about Disney, Marvel, Lucasfilm, Muppets, Pixar, 20th Century, the parks, and much, much more. If it has to do with Disney, it's fair game. I'm your host, Matthew Graken. So with Falcon and the Winter Soldier and full blast, I put a post... A, poll out there and got a number of responses and halfway into Marvel Studios Falcon and the Winter Soldier what are your thoughts of the show so far either it's amazing give me more I like it just okay not loving it or it's a fail thankfully no one picked it's a fail zero percent 33 percent of you though did say it's just okay not loving it uh, well, let's keep our fingers crossed. I think it's, you know, going to be a quick uphill from here. Lots going to happen, I think, in the next three episodes. We shall see, and we shall be talking about it. Nobody said I liked it, which I find that odd. But, hey, polls don't lie. But 67%, outstanding 67% said, amazing, give me more. Yes, I agree. Give me more of Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Again, Marvel just is you know going all out with these things and um yeah i think these are game changers for the mcu as far as things that we can get exposure to what is going to affect the movies what you know we just get fuller stories so much good stuff so much good stuff so glad to hear majority of you are enjoying the show i am too i'm all in on it and uh speaking of all in We'll be back after these brief messages from our friends and sponsors. Hey guys, Ralph for All Universe here. Are you into uh, nerdy things like Pokemon, Marvel, and Disney? You've come to the right spot. We have videos, we have games, we have contests. We just do all sorts of fun. Whether it's going live during the week or posting about an article about a new movie coming out, we do everything we can to keep you in the know and have some fun. Oh, and we have swag too. So come on. We're everywhere social media can be found, and we want you to become part of our family. Stay nerdy. And now, on with the show. A little bit of food is all that we seek. A little bit to eat, fill our tummy, our beak. A little bit too much, like breakfast, dinner, lunch. Not to see a bean or just some rice Cause a little bit of food would sure be nice Disney Springs offers us such a vast variety of opportunities Between shopping, experiences, food Places to go and sights to see and food And wonderful things Particularly the food <laughs> and I had to bring in somebody that a place just opened up at the beginning of this year because 
why would you not open a restaurant or a eatery in a pandemic? I, I have with me Mike Crave, the manager of Everglaze Donuts and Cold Brew, located in Disney Springs at Walt Disney World. And everything I've heard about this place is fantastic, and Mike is here to tell us why. Mike, how are you doing? Hey, Matthew, I'm doing well. Thanks for having us today. Oh, my, trust me, it's my pleasure. My pleasure. Um, how did you get involved in all this? Well, I could, that could be a really long story, um, but I've, I've been with the company 18 years, and we, we've been fortunate enough to um, have our first restaurant on, on Disney Springs property in 2012, and, and since then, we, our most latest has been Everglazed um, Donuts and Cold Brew, which opened in January 6th of this year. Um, so I, I've been a big part of what we've done over the years, and uh, we just keep doing new concepts. Uh, on Disney property, and it's just been an exciting time. Just like you said, who's opening eateries, restaurants during this pandemic? And I think that's really the culture of our company. We wanted to uh, stay forward on our skis, as I said before, and keep driving at home and creating jobs for this local market and and um, just, just be humble with what we have. And I think that that strategy has really helped us out with everything we've done. Now we're on our fifth location on Disney property. Um, and, and I think Everglaze has really just taken off and, and I truly believe that, um, you know, opening January 6th, where we are with, in our country, our economics, um, donuts make people happy. And, and I think, uh, that was kind of what we embraced, um, opening this is listen, you know, when we were pre-shifting our staff and hiring these people that were laid off from jobs, it was more than just an opening of a restaurant. It was more than, hey, let's make people happy and forget about what's going on for 10 minutes while they enjoy our fresh, glazed, huge donuts that we're seeing all over social media, which has just been awesome. Um, but yeah, I think at the, at the end of the day, we're just humble and excited and, and fortunate enough to be able to do the things we do every day. I mean, thank goodness for Instagram. Where else yeah. would we post pictures <laughs> of these beautiful creations that you guys come up with? Um, and the, the economy, and particularly, I'm sure, the people of the greater Orlando area, thank you for opening at the time that you did. Because like you said, if the country needs anything, it's to make steps moving forward. And to, you know, getting jobs and in comfort food, I think particularly, as my uh, my waistline will tell you, is very important at this this time and yeah. day. But uh, it, it, but you said there's something comforting with a a warm, delicious donut. Mm-hmm. But uh, you guys are also um, more than donuts, and I'm going to get into that. But I um I want to start with the the name Everglazed. How did you come up with that? It, it's so Florida, and it it just fits perfectly. Yeah, I, I, ownership, um, we have some wonderful minds on our senior leadership team. And when I saw that, I would love to take credit for it, Matthew, but I, I can on this one. But when I saw that name, I was like, oh my gosh, that's it. And, and I think anytime any of us saw that name for the first time, we just knew, wow, this just makes sense. A Florida concept, first one ever on Disney property, ever glazed, born to glaze. I mean, that's what we're made to do. And so, you know, it's it's a home run, um, and I don't I don't know exactly uh, who came up with that, but I can tell you that that's how humble we are. Um, 
you know, what a cool name with a cool concept on Disney Springs property. You know, if, if we're known as a Disney donut shop, we'll embrace that all day long. <laughs> but yeah, it just, Everglades just kind of rolls off the tongue. It just, it it, it's just, it's so wonderful. Uh, you know, between the Everglades, Everglades, ever, forever glazed donuts. It's just, mmm. <laughs> I just ate lunch and I'm hungry. Yeah, yeah that's what happens. Try working there, Matthew. <laughs> no, I, I, I could never work at a food restaurant. I've, I've said that all my life. I can never work with food because I enjoy food too much. Yep. And, you know, either one to see how it's made or, or just kind of, I, I'd want to eat all day. I, I just, I don't, I don't know if I could, I'd just be handing my paychecks right back. And then my wife would yell at me. Yep. So who was it to come up with the idea of a specialty donut shop? Well, that was, uh, one of our owners was down along the coast on vacation with their family and, you know, they would always go to this donut shop and, uh, light, light bulb went off and the, the proposed idea was like five years ago. Um, we just said, Hey, we would love to open up a donut shop on Disney. And they were kind of like, what do you guys know about donuts? And, uh, we said, well, we'll figure it out. And so when it, when it came time to produce, I can't say enough about, uh, our corporate chef, Patrick Steele, our culinary team. We, we literally, uh, never made a donut before November of 2020. And here we are, uh, testing our donuts in our Splitsville kitchen and coming up with just these spectacular donuts. And I think the, the mindset behind that was, Anytime you're doing any items with food, you're always, you know, you're concerned about cost and labor. And is it prep intensive? Can you produce it at a high volume? And I think our approach was, let's just make the best donuts possible and figure it out. And let's do a wow factor in that. So we had to, we created and custom built donut cutters that took 12 weeks to get here because you can't even find them in the States. Um, And that's what produces that huge donut that we do have at a high level of production. And so I really think that was the make and model of Everglazed was let's just do the coolest, most awesome, whether it's Instagramable taste and fresh all combined into what we produce every day. And I think, I mean, we nailed it. I I do believe that, you know, if you would ask me December 15th, I was a little nervous, but Hey, here we are in March and January 6th, we open and to get, um, you know, these responses from these guests and from, I mean, oh my gosh, national news, we were on national news. And so it's just been a wild ride. And like you said, during this pandemic is just, um, it's really cool to see, but that was our approach. And I think, I think it was a really smart approach. Um, and we did it and here we are still making donuts and we're creating new things. We have seasonal donuts, uh, right now we're doing an Easter donut. We're running it for seven to 10 days and it's called rolling with my peeps. And there's a peep on each, each one of the donuts. And so to, I could tell you this, never experiencing donuts other than eating them like most of America and actually creating them. It's endless. I mean, the donut game is endless. You can create on top of create. And, and that's what we're doing. It's a lot of fun. Um, also to just, we're, we're looking at holidays and weeks and certain days, and we're creating all these really cool donuts and you never know what it's going to be until you walk into Everglades and you're like, Oh wait, what's that new donut? Oh, that's a new seasonal donut. So people are really, um, really anticipating what we're going to do next. And I think that's the fun part about it. That's fantastic. I mean, 
<laughs> I, I wish I could have some of these right now. <laughs> um, We're not put sure. a peep on a donut. That that is just brilliant, and which leads me right into my next question. Um, yeah, but actually, let me step back. Let me step back for a second. It, sure. it was a five-year labor of love to to get this thing going and to and to figure it out, um, and for the collective minds to put it all together. And ha- I I completely understand how in December. You guys are all standing there, probably like shaking your hands, kind of like, all right, you know, are they going to come? Is it like Field of Dreams? Build it and they will come? Or right. is it going to be like, you know, one of those things like, okay, we build this? Um, you know, we, I think you're in what? The old guitar shop, too, right? Was Pop the guitar shop? Yeah. Huh? It, it was, uh, it, yeah, we're in the old, right, right across from Splitsville on the, what we call the Orange Node Garage or the Orange Garage side. So there was a pop gallery establishment there. And so that's what we took over. And um, yeah, I, I think uh, it took five years, but the idea was five years prior to that. And I don't know how fast that happened, but I can tell you it happened quick. And, um, you know, our, our biggest, I mean, you know, like you said earlier, the, the pandemic played a role in just getting product and and the challenges that we face that you know you wouldn't normally we open restaurants you know quite a bit in the last 18 years and i could tell you um that this one was the toughest just on getting things in and trying to hit your dates and trying to open on time and you know the staffing so it was a challenge that um we faced and we did it and you know we always try to we always try to do that in every store opening is hey Fast forward 90 days and you'll look back and go, wow, look what we did. And I think that's exactly what happened with us uh, with Everglaze. And I, and I agree with your comment about Field of Dreams. If you build it, will they come? Um, you know, obviously we're on capacity restrictions, um, still no international travel. And so, yeah, we were sitting there going, OK, hey, we did all this work. Uh, let's hope people buy some donuts. And um, I could tell you we were blown away with day one. And we knew this thing had a lot of traction and had, had some legs. And we continue to keep pushing. And I, I really, truly believe, uh, I hope, I hope that we're in the fourth quarter of this thing and we're about to cross the finish line soon. And then I really think it's going to take off. So, um, yeah, we'll, we'll see what happens. But it, it's been fun. Yeah, with, I mean, with the vaccination now really hitting its stride, rolling out there and becoming available to a lot more people. Um, yep. And, and, you know, now reducing down from six to now they're, they're talking three feet. And, you know, so uh, I know up here in New Jersey, I think they just boosted to 50% capacity for restaurants. Nice. Um, so things are heading in a good direction for the most part. And, you yeah. know, there's always going to be steps back, but for, everything seems to keep pushing forward and keep pushing forward. So hopefully by the summer, wherever, you know, masses of crowds. I know I've heard from um, from Becky Mackin at uh, Mouse Fan Travel that the t- that tons of people have booked up september october november people want to go on vacation and when they go on vacation they need to eat and they don't want to eat you know the stuff that they have at home they want to have something special and everglaze definitely um definitely has that i mean that you know from from all these different things that you offer it's it's got something for just about everybody so let me step to the next question of whose job is it to come up with the new flavors? Well, we have we have a culinary team and um, I could tell you that it's not one person. It, it's a collaboration of quite a few minds and we kind of get together and 
once again, the fun thing about donuts is just that you have so much creativity beyond what one person can even offer to do these donuts. So it's really just a group of us that put our minds together, kick around ideas uh, from the corporate office to the person down there decorating the donut. We give everybody a voice in our company. And I think that truly helps with the creative minds um, and piecing everything together. So I would love to say it's one person, but it's not. It's a group of us. That and that's admirable to to be able to to kind of reach out to to everybody. You know, you, you have your experts in the kitchens. You know, what do you suggest? You have your people at the counters that hear the have get the immediate feedback. Yep. You know, exactly. and, and be able to just kind of to go out to everybody and say, okay, what are you thinking? What are you thinking? And kind of going from there. And I think that's that is a very smart um, business uh, strategy. Because it, it's not just the people in the kitchen, because the people in the kitchen aren't necessarily the ones dealing with the guests, and the people dealing with the guests aren't the ones in the kitchens. So you kind of get that whole combination. And it, it takes a team to run a business. It's not one person. Uh, I mean, even Walt Disney knew that himself. Sure. You know, he, he aligned himself with the best people he knew of, of that industry to be able to get to where he was. It wasn't just him. It was, it was people with a like-minded vision. And that's, that's right. how he was able to push the whole vision forward. And it's great to see that you guys are doing the same thing. Um, following that up, though, whose job is it to try the new donuts? Oh, God. Well, I tell you, uh, there's a lot of folks in that room, uh, some that aren't wanted, some that come in. I'm just joking. But, uh, yeah, it's 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 all the same group. I mean, we what we'll do is once we come up with a donut that we like um, – Obviously, the people that are producing that donut that are doing it every day, they, they're the ones that really need to be able to get a handle on it. So we let them get some reps um, making the new donuts, and then we let our whole entire team try them. We think that it's smart to have everybody that's working that's either in front of a guest or not to try that donut, give us the feedback. And uh, I could tell you that majority of the time when there's a final product out, nobody says they didn't like it. <laughs> It's it's a donut. It's hot. It's fresh. It's big. It's glazed. It has icing. We do all the crazy toppings on the donuts. So it's I've never seen so many people eat a donut with a knife and fork in my career and in my life. Um, I didn't even know that was possible, but we made it possible here with the size of our donuts and just the the over the top things that we've done with them. Um, so yeah, it, it's a group of us, and uh, I can tell you that. I wait for the donut tastings now being in there three months. Uh, that's, yeah, we can't, you can't live on donuts every day, but uh, I'll tell you a lot of us try. And how big are these donuts? I guess, unfortunately, I, I haven't had the opportunity to be there myself and I, I do plan to get there this year, but yeah. how big are so they? It, it's a, when it's all final done, it's about four and a half inches, give or take. Um, yeah, it's probably the donut itself is two inches high. And then when you when you put your buttercream frostings and your your whole uh, Reese's buttercups on top, uh, there's not we had to get custom boxes just to fit our donuts. Um, it's it's a large donut for sure, and I could tell you that it's twice the size of most of those donuts that are out there on weight. So our the weight of our donut. Then obviously there's a uh, a waiting process, a fermenting process, and then it goes into a proofing process. And then once you're done proofing that process, that's kind of your donut size. And then we have uh, our robot fryer that 
Uh, it's kind of cool. And, and we're always on display making our donuts when we are making them and frying them. So you can come up to Everglades and look in the windows and actually watch our team build the donut from the raw state. You can watch it go through our fryer. Then we immediately glaze the donuts and then, then they go on a cooling rack. And then from the cooling rack is where we decorate. And we literally decorate every donut where the guests can come up and watch. There's no other place we decorate our donuts than right there where the guests can sit there and watch us do it daily. And I do think that helps because we cook and we cook fresh donuts every day. There's nothing ever brought from the day before. And so that makes a huge impact when you take a bite out of a donut and it was made an hour ago. Wow. That, yeah, my, I, I would love to bring my boys to watch that because they, yeah. they that type of stuff that that fascinates me even as a as a 40 something year old uh male uh, but my boys who are who are much younger um i think just to see a donut being made um into that type of extent especially that size of a donut my goodness that's huge <laughs> definitely not your box of enemies or anybody else's um yeah. <laughs> that that is that's like a meal of a donut <laughs> Well, it really is, and and I can tell you when you come down, um, I would love to give you and your boys a little tour. Um, we also have a pretty cool area that uh, we call it the dough room, and that's where it really starts is the process of making the dough for the donuts and then our cutter and our custom cutters, and it's just a really neat thing to watch, and pr to produce this many donuts is just, um, it's really unbelievable, and it takes a great team to do it for sure, and that's what we have in place. Mike, I'll definitely take you up on that. Yeah, and I think that again, something magical about watching something as uh, most people take donuts, I think, for granted. It's just okay, you you fry up some dough and there it is. But what you guys are creating is is something just like to the next step. It's it's almost trans trans um, making it from the step from food to almost art. Yes. And to to watch it being created in such a way. You know, to have the the artisans really or what they are to creating this um, meal, you know, culinary chefs to creating this meal or, or this uh, piece of food in front of you, and then you get to eat that. It brings you one step closer to to the whole process of instead of just you know prepackaged food and everything's done behind scenes in kitchens and stuff. It gives it makes it more personable and more of an intimate setting than just you know, just like I said, other just normal restaurants or, sure. you know, like I said, prepackaged stuff that you just go, you buy it. OK, it tastes pretty good. You know, it's stale. It's been sitting around the shelf now for two, three days. It's <laughs> yeah, no, I, I think you're you're spot on with that comment. And and I do think you have to imagine I know you haven't been here, but we have a line form daily uh, to get in to get into our place. And. Where that line forms is exactly where we are making those donuts. So the cool part is anybody that comes in our restaurant to pick up donuts will watch them or at least see the area where they're being made. And I think that adds so much of what you said, that value, that that personal touch that they're going to see. They are watching these donuts being made. And then seconds later, they're in line watching them be displayed i mean i don't know how else where else you really get that in a donut shop but i can tell you that that's why i think we're so busy and i think people are just um overwhelmed by the whole process and then you get this donut and you have to it's overwhelming the size of it and, and 
you know, a fork and a knife into a donut. And I haven't even touched on any of our coffee drinks and our cold brews and, and, and our breakfast sandwiches and our funky chicken. I mean, it, the, the concept really can do it all. You can get breakfast, lunch, dinner, and then a donut with us every single day, every minute we're, we're open, we offer that. So it's just a really unique and really fun, cool concept that I just watch people walk in and out and they're just happy. And, and it's a wonderful thing to see. Yeah, I, I um was I follow you guys on Facebook and when you announced your uh, loaded cheese fries, I asked if you guys would deliver and I unfortunately I got the response that no you ha- you have to eat them in store. Ah <laughs> uh, eh, well, what, what are you gonna do? Yeah. Um, how many donuts on any given day do you guys make? I mean, I know I think at one point I heard that you had guys had lines of seven plus hours, twelve hours of people waiting for yeah, your we'll, we'll sell product. we'll we'll sell three thousand donuts a day. Wow. Yeah. That would make Iron Man proud. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wow. 3,000. 3, that, yeah. That's fantastic. Sure is. And you were just saying, it's more than just donuts. So, yeah. you know, you, you guys got your your, um, your coffees, your donuts, your sandwiches, uh, breakfast sandwiches, Lunch sandwiches, the fries that I mentioned. I, I know I'm missing, leaving stuff out. Please tell me about all the other wonderful things. Yeah. So, so we, yes, you, you did a really good job, actually, Matthew. But we, we do spiked coffee drinks. So, you know, kids can come in, right? They're getting a donut. Uh-huh. Then we also have our flavored milks. So your favorite uh, fruity pebble milk, that can happen for you at Everglaze. Cinnamon Toast Crunch Milk. That happens for you at Everglades. So we have something for everybody. Then kids come in, get their flavored milk, get their donut. Parents come in, get a funky chicken sandwich, which to me is one of the best chicken sandwiches I've ever had. And then they can get a spiked coffee drink or one of our nitro Reese's Nitro Cold Brews. And we actually serve donuts on top of these drinks. So you're you're able to get a 24-ounce cup of a cold brew that we make and then we shove a donut right on top of that baby and those are what we call our donut shop favorites and we're always cycling new things through there as well but our signature one has been our Reese's Nitro and that Reese's Nitro cold brew with that donut on top just sells itself and it's a meal and you're good and you have energy I mean it's a wonderful thing to have um but our, our sandwiches are awesome. We, we cook all of our breakfast sandwiches. You can do chicken, sausage, bacon. We cook them fresh right there in front of you. We have our BG burger. It's a double burger patty. Um, and then our funky chicken, which is our fried uh, grilled or fried chicken sandwich, uh, barbecue sauce, our ranch slaw with spicy mayo, bread and butter pickles. I mean, I'm actually going to get one now because we're talking about it. Um, I try not to, but when I talk about it, I have to get one. So we do have something for everybody out of that little tiny Everglades donut shop, and I, and I can't wait to show you in August when you come down. Oh, I I, I can't I can't wait. Uh, you 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 had me at barbecue. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and also my uh, my one son, one of his favorites is fruity pebbles. So the fact that oh, you mentioned gosh. that, he, you know, I, I know what he's ordering. Pebble milk for him. Yeah. Oh. Um. Yeah. The cold brews. So how'd you come up with here's a coffee drink, here's a drink, here's a donut. Let's just stick the donut on top of it. Who does that? I mean, who came up with such a, a brilliant idea? I mean, that, I it's, know. it's it really was. It's uh, so simple, but brilliant. Yeah, no, I think you nailed it. It's simple 
And once we did it, it was like, oh my gosh, this is it. We actually are going to create a category and we're going to have, when we do our seasonal donut, we'll do a seasonal coffee, cold brew. We'll do a seasonal lemonade with the donut or with the donut. But at the, at the same time, when you see this thing come out and people are walking around Disney Springs, I mean, they're like, what is that? And where'd you get it? And when you see our peanut butter cup uh, donut on top of your nitro cold brew, it's, it's literally just, I don't know. It's like a gift almost when you see it, you're like, I want one of those. Where'd you get it? And so, um, yeah, I don't know. It's just one of those things that came up. I don't even know. Once again, I would love to give claim to fame to an individual, but it's, it's truly Matthew, not that at all. Like, I don't even know who did it, but somebody did it and we just, keep going with it. And and that's the really fun thing about our company is there's not one individual. It's really a group of us. And and once again, I'm not going to take that because I, I know I can eat it probably faster than most of them, but um, I, I definitely didn't create it. Uh, it I, I love the fact that you keep bringing up that this is a team effort. That's not just one person that you, you you're all collaborating. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm sure this could have been just as simple as someone you're all sitting around having lunch one day or breakfast, and someone has their cup of coffee in their donut, and this, they had nowhere to put it down, so they put it down on top of the cup. <laughs> and someone else goes, that's brilliant. Yeah. And everyone's yeah. just looking at that person where he's like, no, no, this is brilliant. Look, we sell the donut with the, on top of the cup. And, yeah. and look, it's... It's made, Matthew, think about it. A donut's made for it. You put a straw right through the hole, and boom, there you have it. The, right? I'm there glad you guys thought of it, not somebody else. Yeah, that's right. I, I won't mention any company names, but right. I'm glad you guys thought of it. And now that is your thing. Because yeah. it, it's, like I, I said before, it's simple, but so brilliant. Oh, it's it, that's fantastic. So you're doing this with lemonades now as well, or will be? Yeah, it, yeah. so we've done different things with our donut shop specials or donut shop favorites. We have a strawberry chai tea. And then, so that is obviously not a cold brew. It's a strawberry uh, chai tea. And then we do our strawberry deluxe donut on top of that. So a jelly filled uh, donut with strawberry buttercream. We actually stick a whole strawberry on top. It's cut in half. And then that weighs about four pounds. So you got to make sure you you got two hands to carry that one. But so, yeah, we're still experimenting. And that's the fun part about this concept. It's not ever going to stop. And, um, you just never know what Everglades is going to come up with. We, we, we have, we're still just entertaining. We're three months in, so we're still new at this stuff. And um, I just think it's going to be endless. You, like I said, you, you're going to have to stay up on our Instagram page and check out what's going to be down here when you shot, shoot down in, uh, in August with, with the, with the boys. Oh, absolutely. The, um, I mean, you, you have a grilled cheese on a donut, which yes. that yeah. that's, that's just heaven. Yeah. We, 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 that sandwich took off and a little, it was our little sleeper and we didn't think anything of it. We, we thought our breakfast sandwiches and our funky chicken and our BG burger were kind of going to be the hit. And all of a sudden this glazed donut grilled cheese sandwich just goes off. And yeah, Seth Meyers headed up on his page. We, we were just like, where is this thing going? We had people trying to buy them and then ship them to their friends. And I'm like, uh, that's not food safety. So just tell your <laughs> friends to come on down. But yeah. you know, at the end of the day, I think it's our glazed donut, our glazed donuts, huge. And then we literally just fill this baby up with cheese. And when you pull that thing apart, it's awesome. 
it's just an awesome looking sandwich and it's it's really blown us all it's been overwhelming really uh with our donut grilled cheese sandwich so once again the simple things take off right that's like you said before well you talk about four and a half inches i mean that's that's basically the size of a loaf of bread yeah yeah yeah. as many calories yeah well you you, i could like what type of cheese do you use on that yeah american cheese best for melting yep it is the best for melting show yep and i'll tell you it's a glazed donut with four thick slices of american cheese cooked to perfection there's there's one thing i could say that may for me from new jersey would make it just even that much better a little bit of pork roll oh pork roll oh geez nice okay all right i like it i like it just just a thought just putting it out there now we have all the the transplants from new jersey that live there in florida Mm -hmm. like lou mangello and all those other guys sure hey lou our buddy lou yeah i love lou me too um yeah put a little bit of piece of pork roll on there and they you would have your lines would be twice as long probably (laughs) from like (laughs) i said all the people in new jersey new york that missed their their pork roll eggs and cheese is now available with a donut Mm. okay you might have to get on the culinary team, Matthew. <laughs> I, hey, it, that's all your idea. <laughs> Mike, you could take it. Okay, all right, we'll take it. Um, but, hey, yeah, no, any other food ideas? I'll, I'll consult my daughter. She's the, she's the one that comes up with all these interesting stuff. So what is your favorite donut that you sell, Mike? Oh, I, you know, there's two parts of this story, Matthew. Um, I'll be honest when a blueberry cake donut comes up still warm with that nice fresh glaze. I, I, I personally can't get away from that one. When I accidentally bring a half dozen home to the family every Friday, mm-hmm. um, there's always one of those in it, but I can tell you that just by chance, I'm sure. Yeah, this is, yeah, 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 exactly. This is the great thing about donuts. You ready? My wife's favorite, Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Daughter, Oreo Supreme, or Cookies and Cream, excuse me. My other son, Reese's Buttercup. My oldest son, Glazed. Every one of us has a favorite donut, and I think that goes with majority of friends and family out there. Everybody's got their favorite. And so, blueberry's mine. I'm going to take the blueberry cake donut as my favorite. It's boring. People people are like, come on, that's your favorite? I'm like, yes, that's my favorite. So, I'm going to stick with it, Matthew. There's nothing wrong with that. I mean, I think well, blueberry is it's it's a very unique taste. But when you add in like the the taste of the blueberry with the sweetness of a donut, it does something. It does have a nice a nice blend to it. So I I can get that. Um, where a lot of the other ones, it's sweet on sweet. This one's got sure. a little more of the fruity with the the sweet. So it kind of it kind of balances out. And I I can dig that. I can I can get, dig that. That is. That is a good answer. I, I wasn't expecting that one. I was expecting one of your sons because that that's the one that I keep eyeballing is Reese's. And I, yeah. I, I am a, yeah. that's a big that's Reese's name. person. So uh, I, I will make sure to skip dinner and breakfast uh, yeah, before consuming, <laughs> consuming that one. All right, let me continue along. What's your favorite drink? Um... I, I personally like my nitro cold brew with sweet cream. Um, but if I'm going to do another drink, which I've done, 
um, the salted caramel cold brew or the cinnamon toast crunches. They're both just heaven in a cup. I mean, they're they're very enjoyable. But I stick with my every my everyday drink. Matthew is my nitro cold brew with sweet cream. When I'm feeling a little crazy, I tap into the salted caramel or the cinnamon toast crunch cold brew. Oh, that's that's up my wife's alley. She she is a salted caramel. Oh yeah, aficionado. Perfect. No. All right, favorite sandwich. Well, funky funky chicken. I mean, uh, funky chicken is is really just. I, I gave you the ingredients, and there's something about that ranch slaw with the spicy mayo. That's that's the kicker. The spicy mayo. We've all had fried chicken with barbecue sauce drizzled on it, possibly. Yeah. But then you add a spicy mayo. The the sweet bread and butter pickle on our Hawaiian roll. I mean, it is literally one of the best sandwiches I've ever had. Now, I probably eat more of our breakfast sandwich because I walk in there at 730 in the morning. Hey, I'm going to have a I'm going to have a chicken sausage, egg and and, and uh, cheese sandwich on our Hawaiian roll wrapped up in foil, just like they did back in the diners in New Jersey and in mm-hmm. upstate New York, where I'm originally from. And they throw you your sandwich and it's wrapped in foil. That's really the whole mindset and thought behind it, too, by the way, was, hey, I missed those places where I grew up as a kid. And I'd walk into the diner and they'd be cooking the breakfast sandwich. They'd foil it up for you and like throw it over the counter and you're grabbing it and you're walking out the door. And I wanted to really create, we wanted to create that. And I think we did. People dig it. They think it's so cool to just a fresh breakfast sandwich, not one that's been sitting up in a heat lamp for two hours, a fresh sandwich wrapped up, thrown to you, and you're just having a great sandwich and coffee. And that's what we wanted to create outside of our donuts. That's really what we wanted to create. And I think we did. So now that explains the whole thing to me, Mike. You are from this area. You get it. You get the, the, the yeah, fresh sandwich yep. wrapped yep. in the aluminum, the cheese melting and sticking yep. to the aluminum when yes. you open it up. Yes. Yes. Exactly. And I, I'm, I haven't been to the South enough to realize that, okay, they don't have that as much. That That is more of a, a, a Northeast type of thing. Yep. So to bring that experience to them, it, it's new and novel to them. To us, it's it, it, like... Like one of your other restaurants, it's homecoming. Right. So it's 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 a familiarity. Yeah. You know, it's mm-hmm. it's something that people on vacation you miss, but you know, so it's comforts. Oh, I recognize this. It's not something new and dangerous that right. I, I don't know what it is. It, it's something I could get at home, but it's a new t- it's a new type of food. It's something from a place I haven't had it before, and it followed me here. Yep. Oh, great thinking. <laughs> Thank you. <clears throat> I, I'm just going to give you all the credit, Mike, because I, I'm speaking with you. Okay, that's fine. You can give it to me. I'll take it. I have broad shoulders. Um, your best-selling donut. Well, if you start from the beginning, the Reese's is the number one. But on a daily and even a weekly basis... The Cinnamon Toast Crunch and the Cookies and Cream, they all play around with top three. And I'll tell you what, the Glaze has been one before as well, number one. But overall, I'm going to say the Reese's. Okay, so yeah, I, I can understand that. People like the peanut butter cups. Yep. When you see a whole peanut butter cup on a donut, it's hard. And then with it crumbled with Reese's butter cups, I mean, how do you not buy that? Well, that's why I, I, I keep 
you know, every time I see him on videos and pictures and stuff, that's the one that my eyes just automatically lock in on. All the other ones look great. The purple one, yeah, um, which I can't pronounce the second part of the name. U- Ube. Ube. Okay, I thought that's what it was, but I th- no, I gotta be saying it wrong. So, but it is Ube. Yeah, purple so, M. The purple Ube, the 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 glaze, the cinnamon toast, all all the delicious stuff. Um, but that's the, the Reese's is the one that just I'd lock in on. So I, I will be daring, and that's uh, that's probably what I'm gonna end up getting. Though they all they all seem delicious. I'm, I'm sorry, I missed out on the St. Patrick's Day one. That one looked really mm-hmm. cool. Yeah, it was awesome. And from what you're telling me, the Peeps one is is quite oh, enjoyable as well. Yeah, yeah, it's it's really it's a really. Have you not seen it yet, Matthew? Have you seen? Um, the we'll get you one. We'll get you a pic. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we'll get we'll get Matthew some pictures of that one. Please, I, I'll I'll put that as part of the promotion for this episode. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, do you guys have a gluten free options or options yet? No, no, <laughs> that we do not have one yet. Um, we were able to figure out the purple ube. Um, that, that's our that's our vegan option. Um, but the the gluten free has its own set of challenges. Not like in all of our other restaurants, which it's uh, pretty accessible to do a gluten free item. But a gluten free donut has been um, it can be done. We just need to figure out at our production level how we're going to do it with our with our space for our fryers and and putting certain donuts in certain fryers. So we are working through that. Um, I don't have a date or a time, but we, we are working towards that eventually is getting a gluten-free option on the menu. Uh, I, I completely understand that it, it is, it is a challenge and not, not one for me, but just for the listeners out there to know that it is something in the process. So if for health reasons, you know, for dietary reasons, if that's not something that you can have yet, your time is coming. Yep. It is coming. So that, that is good to know. All right. I think I have one last big question for you guys yet. I mean, as, as I said, Everglaze is something that is very Floridian. It is it is the name scra- screams Florida. But are you guys looking to go towards Disneyland? They have a nice little Disney, uh, downtown Disney area there that I'm sure could use a wonderful donut shop. Um, we, we haven't discussed anything yet. Um, I think the possibilities are endless with with Everglazed. I really do. Um, right now, I think we're just, you know, we have a Splitsville renovation going on, um, which we're going to unveil a really, really cool area of our phase one, hopefully this week. Um, so we have a lot of sticks. We have a lot of irons in the fire, but I really do believe this concept Everglazed can be in every local uh, city across the country. I think it's got... I think it's got that much potential, um, but I, I really don't know where number two is going to be. We're just we're we're embracing number one and still figuring out donuts and and uh, we're having a lot of fun with it. And I think that's that's the main goal is having fun, creating jobs, enjoying enjoying every minute we can with the people that we have on board. And so uh, as it sits right now, I couldn't tell you where number two is. I just know there will be one someday. Awesome that. That is good to know, and I, I'm I'm happy to hear that. You know, this and it really hasn't been that long. I mean, th- January it seems like it's been forever with just how life has been. Um, right. But you know, you know, to think that you you feel that confident, and and the response actually has has been worthy of that confidence. You know, you've been open now. 
Well, this episode will come out next week, so three months, four three. months. Yeah. Um, four months, and there's no, you know, letting down. It just people just keep coming and coming and coming. Yeah. And yeah. I, I hope that for many, many years for you guys, that well, Everglades Donuts is going to become such a staple that you're going to have to take over the place. And I forget exactly what's next door to you, but uh, they're going to have to give you a bigger spot. We'll have to take over the movie theater. That's right. See At the rate that the movie theaters are, you know, <laughs> I'm sorry, AMC, but, you know, it's it's not looking promising. Um, or there's another building that's uh, nearby, too, that uh, I, I hear that, you know, the, the, the attendance has been low on. Uh, Three-story building uh, with the flashy canopy in front of it. Um <laughs> You might be able to take that one, you know, it, it, the sky's the limit with, with something like that. And, you know, it, and it's, I, I like that the fact that the name mentions the cold brew, but it, it's kind of even beyond just the donuts and the cold brew, you know, with the flavored milks and the, the sandwiches and the, and the fries. And just, you guys keep coming up with more and more comfort and wonderful food that, um, like you said, I think people really need that now. And that's not something that, even once this pandemic is gone and moved on from, I don't think people are going to get tired of because it is, you know, you're, you're walking around in the heat of Florida or I know it gets cold there too. I mean, there's cold days too. And you just want something, you know, just something quick and comfort. Just, I I want something quick, but I don't want something bland. I just, I want something that's gonna, you know, just make me happy. You know, you're in the happiest place in the world. Why not have something? Have food that's going to make you happy, and that's what you guys are providing, in just in nice, healthy <laughs> proportions. Um, you know, and and you don't have to sit down at a table, order. It's something that you can you kind of can grab and go. And you, like I say, you got the bonus of being able to watch that being made. You know, you know it's fresh. You know it is. Yeah. You know, it's made right there in front of you. It's there's no hidden little back kitchens, you know, someone pulling it out of a freezer and sticking it in a microwave. It's, right. you know, it's made in front of you. The, the whole magic unveils in front of you. The whole magic show is right there in front of you to see. I agree. So that is awesome. So, um, let me just quickly touch on the, you know, we mentioned Splitsville. We mentioned Homecoming. You, what was your first uh, property there? Uh, Splitsville. Splitsville um, was the first one. Yep. Split, Splitsville was our, our first one. Uh, we opened December nineteenth of two thousand twelve here in Orlando, um, and yeah, that we we opened this uh, the Bowling Alley as everybody called us, and now we're known for our awesome sushi and great fresh food and our dining experience with our bowling experience and. Um, you know, our, our seating, our bars, we're, we're literally renovating our whole first floor. It started about a month and a half ago. And so now we have uh, three phases broken down on our first floor. and We're about to complete phase one. So wait until you see that. You got to come check it out. We're, we're going to do, we have an indoor outdoor bar with awesome dining seats facing Everglazed. And so now when you come out of that orange garage, you're going to have Everglazed, our donut garden to the right. And then you're going to see Splitsville and just it's going to really activate this side of the west side. And um, when it's done, it's going to be awesome. Yeah, it was the old Virgin Megastore. I remember 
I remember that well, especially historically, because I was in that store on the second floor and they had the big screen TV on at the time. <clears throat> it was the uh, the uh, um, um, Oscars. I remember which award show was the Oscars. And I looked up and that's when Robin Williams won his Oscar award. Oh, nice. So I, I, you know, piece of, uh, of history. I was staying, I remember standing in that store. So that's actually when I was working down there and, uh, they, you know, that happened. So I'm very familiar with that, that, uh, location. I'm happy that it, you guys made it what it is, you know, it, um, an, an entertainment venue you know you got the food you got the bowling you got so many other things going on in there uh i remember a cast member saying to me once when i was i was checking in that one thing that disney needs is a bowling alley and they actually thought the pop century they should have done that um well what became art of animation pop century part two that they should have made you know they had the building structures they could have made that into a large bowling area but i think your location's even better and what you did with it it's not just bowling it's it's bowling it's food it's it's this it's great like i said an entertainment venue you know going yeah. from what used to be a, a entertainment store with the the music and the movies and stuff and now just taking it now to something a little more interactive and personal uh doing that space justice right thank you uh, thank you guys um and then you got Art Smith's Homecoming, which again I hear the food there is is fantastic, um, very more Southern style yes. food. Yeah. Um, am I miss? I'm I missing one. You got Everglades, you got Splitsville, you got Homecoming. I think that's all your Disney properties, right? Uh, we have we have Black Tap, which is oh. out in Disneyland, which is also right next to the Splitsville we built out there. So that's craft burgers, crazy shakes, really cool, uh, fast casual service um, restaurant. Obviously, um, during the pandemic, I don't know if we're, we're open currently out there to go um, right now. So it's a little different than the state of Florida. Um, yeah, yeah, that's our that's our final and last concept on on Disney currently. Well, see, you already have the two things over in Disneyland. They they you know call them up, say hey, Bob. We need this spot here too. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Life for that easy. Yeah. Yeah. I wish. <laughs> it, it could if it was only that easy, I, I know. Yeah. Um, I, you know, Mike, and I know Heather in the background. I'm sorry I didn't introduce you, but uh, thank you guys so much for for coming on here. Tell me about your your brilliant brilliant place. Um, I cannot wait to get down there, meet you personally, Mike, to just to see the Everglades in person, uh, do a couple of lanes at, uh, at, uh, Splitsville with my, uh, wonderful drink and my, my big donut. Um, and I invite anybody who gets to Disney Springs, stop by, grab a donut, grab a drink, enjoy, and, you know, be happy. You got that, it. That's, that's what awesome. we all need. We need to, just enjoy and enjoy life and be happy and there's no better way to do that than with an everglaze donut well thank you that's perfect well said <clears throat> mike thank you so much all right thank matthew you. thank you we appreciate, appreciate it. it have a great we'll see you soon have a safe trip down okay absolutely
I want to thank Mike and Heather from Everglades Donuts again for so much, giving so much information and everything they did to help get this episode together. Um, fantastic, fantastic people. Please, if you're in the area, make sure you stop by Everglades, pick up a delicious donut, go next door to Splitsville, do some bowling. When you're ready for a meal, go to Art Smith, sit down, have a fantastic, fantastic meal. This as you heard, fantastic company. They work together as a team. Doesn't matter who you are, you're involved in the process. And that is definitely something worth encouraging. So have you eaten at Everglades? Let's, let's stick with Ever at any of them. Have you eaten at any of the, the places that they, they have? Let us know. Join the conversation on Facebook, facebook.com slash Disney Marvel's podcast or Facebook group facebook.com slash group slash Disney Marvel's podcast. You can find us on Instagram at Disney Marvel's podcast and on Twitter at Disney Marvel's and even now on TikTok at Disney Marvel's podcast. You can also email the show with any suggestions or answers that you have at Disney Marvel's at gmail.com. You can leave us a voice message through the Anchor app and or website or even call in using your phone on the voice message recorder, memo recorder on your phone, record a message there and email to us. Hear yourself on the show. You email those to also to DisneyMarvels at gmail.com and make sure to stop by our blog, DisneyMarvels.blogspot.com. Links to all these are in the show notes. I want to thank you all for your time. I know how little time we all have and this is here for a distraction to get away from the, the craziness of the world. You know, just a few moments of an escape and, you know, just, just of fun and, and just levity. So thank you for taking some of that time. Take your crazy life. Thank you for taking some of your time and listening to us. Thank you for joining in every week that you do every episode. I really appreciate it. I, I, I really can't say enough. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You know, and I know there's always the part, you know, oh, well, you ask us to do something. Yes, please go on to iTunes, rate the show, or even on Anchor. Please rate the show and let us know what you think. I want to thank Tammy Ho for your like on Anchor the other day. Thank you so much. Really appreciate it. So again, on Anchor, you can give us a, a, a nod. iTunes leave a review we have all five star reviews on there right now keep them coming keep them coming hey if we get up to like 50 reviews maybe i'll do something let's see about that so please help us get to 50 five star reviews and uh let's see if maybe uh maybe kind of do you know we could do something as a little group or something i'll see make a big announcement i'll make a big announcement i'll promise you that get to 50 likes i'll make a big announcement uh, 55 star reviews. I'll make a big announcement. I want to thank you for your time. And uh, yeah, let other people know about the show. The more reviews and stuff that we get, more people find out about the show, the bigger the community you get, the better things can happen. And just, or tell people. Tell your friends, tell your family. If you know about, if they're friends, Disney people like yourself, Marvel people, Star Wars people, Disney World people, Disneyland people, whatever. Let them know about the Disney Marvels podcast. Let them know. Get the get the word out there. Because the bigger the Disney family, the better. Walt believed in a big Disney family, and so do I. 
Don't forget to subscribe to the show as well while you're at it. This way you always know when new episodes are posted. But while you're at it, also consider becoming a premium subscriber. To help the show out, you can do this over at anchor.fm slash disneymarvel slash support or find our Patreon page and get some free stuff that way. Links to all those are in the show notes. Because remember, this show is brought to you by listeners like you. Whatever difficulties you're facing out there, whatever challenges life has brought to you, whatever darkness you feel shrouding you right now, don't give up. Don't let the doubt, the fear, the anger overtake you, because that's not who you are. You know that. You know that inside of you is something beautiful, something worth holding on to doesn't matter if anyone else sees it or not. They don't see it right now. Embrace that light. It may be hidden. Maybe, maybe difficult to find. It may take some time. But believe me, there is that light there. Embrace it. Because that journey to embrace that light is going to change your world. I promise you. Never give up. Never give in. Be your own hero. And let the world see how amazing you are. Now I'd like to end this show with a quote from Walt Disney himself. When we opened Disneyland, a lot of people got the impression that it was a get-rich-quick thing. But they didn't realize that behind Disneyland was this great organization that I built here in the studio. And all got into it and we... And we were doing it because we loved to do it. And that's from Walt Disney. Thank you again for listening, everyone. And I'll see you next time.